You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Okay, we are back. Uh, Welcome, everyone. My name is Mike Kidrowski. Welcome to Real Presence Live. I'm uh, sitting here with uh, Father Josh Eli, the rector of uh, Cathedral of the Holy Spirit in Bismarck, North Dakota. We are live from St. Mary's Academy in Bismarck, North Dakota, the uh, Friday of Catholic Schools Week and the first day of the St. Mary's Carnival coming uh, your direction here at St. Mary's Academy. Uh, So, Father, we are... uh, Headed to Straight Talk here shortly, Good. but uh, it's it's always uh, an enjoyable uh, time to be with you, and thanks again for uh, co-hosting with us. I'm delighted to be here, and you know, looking forward to the questions uh, we could do. Maybe uh, if, you, if the stump the priest, if they stump me, uh, would you be willing to clean their whoever whoever's house is able to stump me? Could we? Could we put something out there for them? Uh, kind of up the ante? Uh, yeah. Get I w- some humdinger of a question? Well, absolutely. If you okay. answer a, a question correctly, then we, we give them an award. We'll, we'll figure that a, out. A though. prayer. We'll, uh, we'll, okay. we'll say a prayer for Hey, right, that's right. the best okay. that prize of anything. Right, so you got yeah, well, busy. You gotta, well, good. You work to do here. Um, so the, uh, uh, you know, maybe we could uh, talk about, uh, in the straight talk coming up, uh, some of the questions that came up during the Know Your Faith yes, absolutely. We're going to quiz the audience. If, if no one's quizzing me, then we're going to we can quiz the audience of yes, the listeners. Yes, yes. All right. All right. And uh, well, that that's uh, that was a fun event, and uh, uh, you know the excitement is still spilling over it to uh, uh, two days later. And there we have it. There we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it is time for your questions. The number to call is 877-795-0122. It's your opportunity to share your questions and comments on topics related to the faith or on things happening in the world around us with your, uh, uh, with your uh, local hosts here with Father Josh Eli is in the house. He is... Uh, Taking your questions, and we are, we are in the house. This is—I uh, <laughs> don't know if anybody, well, the, the listeners may not know this—but we are in the old St. Mary's High School, which is currently the academy, and uh, a place that was is very dear to me. Uh, for years, I walked to these halls, and, uh, indeed. And, and if we want, we can we can cover that a little later. Uh, my vocation, you know, which which grew, which was. Uh, which was fostered, which sprouted in these very halls. And uh, I look over here, we have to our left the empty uh, trophy case, yep. uh, which has now been moved up to St. Mary's, the high school, the new beautiful high school. What is missing from, uh, from this, who used to be in there, was our second place at state soccer. I was oh, a soccer player yes. in my senior year, and we lost with eight seconds left to the Bismarck Demons. Uh, these halls are very fond of me, but that was a, I'm glad it's gone because it, I don't want that reminder. <laughs> so, so whoever took that out, no, this thank was the, you. The state championship State game? championship oh, soccer. Oh, my goodness. 1996. Um, but very dear to me, this, this place. In oh, fact, I had my, my uh, first Mass of Thanksgiving was celebrated above us in, oh, in the chapel. Really? Uh, because that's really where uh, my vocation yeah, was, I, was deeply fostered right in these very halls. So, I'm so, so Mike, it's just great to be here because I have, I have so much gratitude f- 
for, for the people who were here, uh, who were forming me, were putting up with me. Uh, I mentioned this at the masses this weekend, but um, uh, this goes out to all of you parents who are struggling or you know have 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 wayward sons, uh, prodigal oh, yeah. sons. I was my freshman year right here we're down the administrative office. <clears throat> it's just down the hall, mm-hmm. and um, I, I was I was just about to be. Uh, there were threats that I would be dismissed <laughs> from this very school. Uh, which I did not want to bring that news back to mom and dad. So it was one of those come to Jesus moments. Thanks ah. be to, to God. The administration at the time uh, gave me a chance. I was, I was just a rambunctious young kid. So all you, yeah. you parents out there, there is hope. There are miracles. God keeps working. Oh yeah. Uh, and that was my freshman year here in these very halls. And then by by senior year, I, uh, I had managed to turn things around a little bit. As I said, we had a, we had a great soccer program. Was enjoying sports. Uh, class president. And uh, and then oh, yeah. the Lord stepped into my heart and yeah. said, "Hey, I want even more." So from almost kicked out to you know the falling Lord. in love for you know with my faith again, yeah. and then going, uh, "Well, we're here now." So uh, anyway, great place to be. You said yes. in this house. Yes, we're in, in this d- house. Indeed. Uh, well, thank you for sharing that story. That, you know, uh, we all have those. So you might have been uh, close to being a student of uh, Saint John. Bosco. <laughs> yeah, well said. <laughs> yeah. I would have been yeah on that list. <laughs> yeah, me too. My poor parents uh, would have said, "We need yeah, we need someone more." There we go, St. Yeah, John yeah. Bosco. To do yeah, do something with them. But actually, we had our own John Boscos here, uh, our teachers who were patient and, and so good to us. Uh, yes, and uh, so we, uh, Amy, uh, on Facebook. Hey, we do have a question, Amy on Facebook. Thank you, Amy for uh, sending this on in uh can you speak to your devotion to the eucharist amy wow. you are you are connected uh, god must have planted that right in your heart uh, there's continuity in what i was just talking about the reason uh, that uh, part of my turnaround in my life as an adolescent and falling in love first with with uh, the catholic faith uh with jesus and then eventually fostering a vocation uh, to the priesthood and acknowledging it and, and following it. Uh, Amy, thanks, it was, was it had to do with the Eucharist. It was here, upstairs, um, where now Bishop Austin Vetter was, was teaching me in the, the, the fall semester of 1996, same semester we lost the state championship. <laughs> uh, so it was ups and downs. Yeah. And he, he gave us, he wrote on the board this really confusing kind of, at the time, transubstantiation. Ah, he wrote up on the board and began to yeah. talk about it in that moment, really, as I remember seeing it written on the board. Trans- and I, oh, wow, that's complicated. And he explained it in the beautiful way that he does. And, and my heart was moved. Something changed in me, Mike and Amy. And I developed, so God gave me the gift of devotion and faith in the real presence, in the Most Holy Eucharist. And that was a turning point for me. And so over the course of these years, now 23 years, uh, he's been good in helping me to foster a devotion. Uh, and you know, what it starts with is just acknowledging Jesus. That, that's, if this is true, that's a great gift. Increase my faith in you. You know, so that's how we, we, we allow our devotion to grow. Uh, the way I try and live mine out, and as I said throughout the years, I, I, I always knew after that moment that God was here somewhere and he could ah. be found. I was still learning how to pray. You know, I was I was 17 and mm-hmm. 18, 
but I at least knew him. And I, I can go to the church, and there he is. Now I can understand he's with us here now. Uh, he's been, he's present in so many ways, but so most powerfully as he's given us in the sacrament the certainty of his presence. Uh, and that was always a place of refuge for me during my college years. As I was running from this vocation that I, ah. that uh, that Bishop Vetter had had planted, and well, God had planted in my heart, and Bishop Vetter acknowledged it. Uh, I remember just there was great consolation around the real presence. And so, um, slowly started to pray, and then it really took off. And obviously, when I entered seminary, uh, and they, they encourage us to you know to pray holy hours, they start us off right at the beginning. So, my my devotion to the Most Holy Eucharist is a great gift from God, uh, perhaps the greatest gift, uh, apart from my faith itself, that He has given me. Uh, and I foster that uh, each day with um, with just sitting each morning for an hour. We have the Blessed Sacrament in our in our rectory, and. Um, and just spending time with him and, and bringing him all the needs as we beautifully did here bringing him the needs and just saying Jesus thanks for being with me yes and uh, Amy we can go on with this I, I do need to uh, get the number out there again that is 877-795-0122 that number again 877-795-0122 you could uh, you can call us and if you have a uh, uh, an experience that you would like to share with uh, Father Josh Eli and the uh, audience about your Eucharistic uh, adoration experience, uh, please give us a call. We'd love to, to hear about that. Absolutely. You know, it is it is so special, uh, Eucharistic adoration. And I remember years ago, Father Josh, you, you told me uh, about your experience uh, with Eucharistic adoration and... Uh, uh, you said you started to pray, and all of a sudden it was an hour had gone, or an hour and a half had gone, and it seemed like three minutes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's not always that easy, <laughs> but no. The more, the more, the more time we spend with him and and developing that that personal relationship with Jesus, yeah, uh, it moves. And in fact, just this morning. Uh, it went too quickly, and uh, I had a few more things I wanted to to pray about. The same, but I had to get to mass. But uh, it does. Oh, it gets um, it gets mm -hmm. so beautiful, and, mm -hmm. and 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 at times really effortless because it's we're sitting with our best friend. Yeah, amen to that. You're, you're did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Sitting with your best friend, and how how awesome is that? And uh, so, uh, you know, if you have, uh, no, I shouldn't say that if you have time. I should say, make time today, make time tomorrow to just spend a few moments in front of the uh, Eucharist. You'll be glad you did. Yeah. Uh, the number of call, we have a call coming in, but that number again, we'll, we will get you in if you uh, uh, call in at 877 795 0122. That's 877-795-0122. And so uh, my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Father Josh Eli. He's taking your questions on Straight Talk this morning. We are a Real Presence Live, broadcasting live from St. Mary's Academy in uh, Bismarck, North Dakota. So we have Luke. Uh, yes, we have Luke on the phone from... Uh, Dickinson, uh, good morning, Luke. Good morning, Mike. Yes. Good morning, Luke. <laughs> good morning, and Father Eli. Yes, you're wondering uh, about Father's take on his 
Uh, yeah, you have a question. Would you? Uh, uh, what is your question this morning, Luke? Thank you for joining us. Um, if I may, first of all, uh, I'd like to take a quick opportunity to welcome Father Eli back stateside. Hey, we thank missed you. you very much, but we're, we're glad to have you back. Likewise, thank uh, you. So uh, my question, uh, something I've been reflecting on in my own spiritual life lately, um, and uh, I just, I, it's somewhat of a request uh, for Father. What Can you... Uh, Talk about your relationship with the Blessed Mother. Um, what you know, how how that takes root in your life, and in particular, um, could you speak to um, that relationship as it um, as it manifests, if you will, in the sacraments, in your sacramental life? That's um, great. You know, how do we meet Mary with and in those? Okay, wow, uh, that's a great question. Um, first, you know, in my own life. Um, and it's I'm thankful to God I have a very caring and good mother, and so the maternal role in my life was always was always very uh, important. Um, there was a lot of affection and love there, and I'm thankful to God for that great gift and to mom. So how do I, you know, on a practical level, uh, I'll be honest with you, the first one in the morning, I because I, I'm forgetful, uh, I have a list of things that I want that I do during my holy hour, and one of them uh, I just have a, a little. Uh, checklist and one of them is BVM and so it's to to just uh, first thing in the morning say good morning mom um, you know I'm your I'm your son as I used to do mm-hmm. you know, when I was growing up on 1750 North 13th Street here in Bismarck good morning mom uh, I need you know th- first thanks for being here being with me being so loving but uh, this is what I need today you know I need to be I need to be fed and nourished and I and, and I gotta get to work and I gotta you know and I want to. Say, I can't wait till you're there. You know, when I come home. So kind of living it all practically as I had it there. And that's Luke. One of the things that I, I try to do each morning, and just started off that way. And then through those those moments throughout the day, uh, it's also something I, I really encourage uh, parents to do and mothers in a particular way who are so they're so good and so many wonderful desires for their children and it's difficult to satisfy all those desires because well quite frankly we're not god and uh you know we have our own limitations but i encourage them to say don't forget uh and this would be kind of the core i suppose luke of my own uh devotion to mary i encourage mothers say, don't forget you're not this child's only mother you are their biological mother you and but she they've got another one uh so don't be afraid to give them, to give them to Mary, those things that you can't quite fix and can't can't quite do in your children's life. Don't forget, if Jesus, uh, we know Jesus isn't a liar. <laughs> He's God. He is truth itself. So when he said, "John, behold your mother," and "Mother, behold your son," you know, John was rap- representing all of us. That that was actually given. We were given to Mary and adopted in a sense the same way. You know, we're adopted by God the Father into a real relationship. And if it's a real relationship, then it should be like what our real relationships are here on earth par excellence. So Mary is able to do everything, uh, especially help us out. Uh, she, and, and so help us out with all those, those things we need. So I try and live that out as best I can, Luke, in my own life. And I, I encourage it with, uh, to others. And so any of you moms out there right now who are a little frustrated with uh, you and the little the little Josh Eli in your life who's not doing what you what you want him to do and you know maybe uh just was just got he was just in the principal's office and they said one more and he's out of here well 
say, Mary, I can't obviously fix him right now, but you're his mother too. You can be close to him. And then in the sacramental, Luke, if I could just wrap that up, I think that's the reality. If Mary, you know, she, she's, she's been assumed, she's body, soul in heaven. That means she is, she's close to God. In fact, we, we you know, I can't imagine how close united. So that when we encounter Jesus in the sacraments, you know, that powerful expression of his real presence, we got to know Mary's not far away. You know, and actually the communion of saints is there where heaven is. And, you know, Pope Benedict said this, heaven's not a place so much. Heaven is a person. It's the person of Jesus. So if Mary is there with him, then we can also talk to the saints and say, Mary, I know Jesus is here because he's God and he's heaven itself. Then you're here. So, Mom, you know, during the morning, that's why I do it in my holy hour. Good morning, Mom, to know that mm. she's united with 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 Christ and by his power present uh, to us in in the, in the in the communion of saints which is so beautiful mm -hmm. how's that sound Luke is that all right that is perfect thank you very all much right. buddy. all right you're welcome and thanks for that warm welcome back to this this place is just wonderful oh, boy have I missed North Dakota Welcome back, Father Eli. And uh, Luke, uh, thanks again for joining us this morning, Luke. You have a blessed day. God bless you. You as well. Know of our prayers. And we have another caller, Father Josh. Oh, We're just lighten light, up lightening, lightening up the, the lines here. We have uh, Tom. Uh, looks like uh, Tom is traveling between Beach and Dickinson, North Dakota. Uh, good morning, Tom. Hey, good morning, Mike. How are you? Hi, great. Father. Good morning, Tom. And thank you for joining us on Real Presence Live this morning. We have Straight Talk with Father Josh Eli. We have Tom on the phone traveling between Beach and Dickinson. Uh, Tom, what's your question? Hey, um, Father Josh, first of all, thank you for being a priest and answering the hey, call. We you're welcome. More. You're um, welcome. My question is, um, I've, done, I've done quite a bit of study on the rosary, but I've never been able to find the answer to this question. Is When we say it in private, of course, we say it all ourselves. So when we say it in a formal setting like mass, we usually have a presider that does the first part, and then yeah. you know we'll be sponsored. Where, where, where did that ever get started, or why did that get started? So why do we do that? That's a, a fantastic uh, question. I'm going to just I'm going to propose a theory because uh, you probably know more about the history of it uh, than I do. But as you recall. Um, I believe that there is, you know, obviously it's connected to the early recite, recitation of the Psalms, where in the monasteries they were praying all 151 Psalms. Well, the lay person said, hey, I want a part of that. Um, I want a part of that. And so, what, how, how can I do it? But I haven't got the time. I've got to work. And then there was a simplification. I mean, is, that, is that sounding right, Tom, from what you recall in, your, in the history? Yeah, that's... Yeah, you're, you're right so far, and I never Good. really thought about it like that. But Good. So, and then I'm going to try and connect. So yep, I'm going to try and connect the dots then. Because what the monks were doing was they were reciting. It's a choir prayer. It's for one side says one part, another side says another part. This is the way they've been praying well, since since you know, the time of Benedict. And so there you have this this choir back and forth, left right, left side, right side, um, interplay which is really this dialogue, which is what prayer is. So now you know, it's a dialogue with God, but now here we're dialoguing with each other. Back and we do it at the Mass, the Lord be with you and with your spirit. The Church loves this dialogue because it really shows us what's going on. There's a dialogue going on with the Eternal. Okay? So my guess here, Tom, would be that there was something, there's something in us, number one, just as Catholics, in the way we pray, we pray by dialogue. We have a lot of it through the Mass. The monks have been dialoguing in their prayer, in their choir, 
uh, since the very beginning and look at what we do with the rosary which is and it has its origin in those prayers and praying of the psalms which are first done in the monasteries and now we go back and forth and we go back and forth and we do are used to having a presider so someone who can get her started uh but then later we do the hail mary you know one half uh, and back and forth. Uh, that would be my, my theory, and then that it's just kind of something that we of Catholics have, uh, well, it's just in us, you know, it's, it's ingrained in our sacramental practice and in our, in our mode of prayer. Oh, yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. I never really thought about it like that. I will uh, pursue that and see if you're right. All right, how are the roads out there? Uh, I-94? Yeah, they're a little icy. Um, okay. But, uh, Long, long to stay in the right lane, you're all right. But there's all right. light in the okay. path. Okay. Right. Well, well, we'll be praying for you and all everyone on the road today because uh, we want yeah. you all, all safe. Right, well, yeah. Yes, thank, thank you very much for your call, Tom. You have a blessed day. Drive carefully. God bless you, Tom. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. And uh, we are at uh, Straight Talk this morning. Uh, the number is 877-795-0122. That number again, 877-795-0122. And if you uh, w- would like, you can send in a question on uh, uh, Facebook or uh, at our website, yourcatholicradiostation.com. So, uh, Father Josh, uh, uh, you know, walking through these halls brings back memories, as you just shared with us a few moments ago, yeah. and uh, you were a student here. i got to say, the students have, they've gotten much better. This is the quietest. These are the quietest hallways uh, that I've ever experienced in my life. They, everyone seems to be in their room studying. Yes, indeed, they uh, are not in their classrooms oh, not right now. That, well, that would uh, the students it. are okay. not here. Uh, they have a field trip on this Friday of Catholic Schools Week, so that's why you don't uh, hear the uh, the the, the uh, students here. But we have volunteers uh, roaming the hall. It's beautiful to see uh, them coming friend, and going. Our uh, friend Don Wiley. I walked by and gave us t- uh, this two big donuts that oh. took up just about the whole table right. here. And so, can can I eat a donut on the air? Or do I need to do I need to to, to, to mute myself? Heavens, no! You you just take a bite, well, Father Eli. I'll tell you what. This is I, I missed you, my family, all the great people out here. North the last six years I've been away, but I've been missing donuts as well. I see because well, these things are. Well, welcome Delicious. home, Father Josh. We're glad Thank to you. have you in in many, many ways. We're glad to have you back home. That number again on Straight Talk. We have Father Josh Eli waiting for your question. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please call us at 877-795-0122. But I was going, what I was leading up to, Father Josh, is uh, your call, your call to be a priest. Uh, you know, you, you had the seed planted here. Uh, you mentioned Bishop Vetter. Uh, and then you went on, uh, you, you know, to uh, you go on to college then? Yeah, and, yeah, and DSU. And yeah. DSU, okay. And uh, I, I bet it was engineering. That's right. <laughs> There's That's a right, lot, right. Of, good, good lot of engineers uh, that became priests. Yeah, uh, yeah. Know. Monsignor Tom Richter, who also taught me here, he was another big part of my vocation oh, story. Yeah. Yeah. His, his brother, Father David, yeah. uh, Father Jason Signalness. Uh, we've got a, uh, there's probably a few more out there. Monsignor Schumacher uh, was an engineer, and uh, but but anyway, uh, so you went on to college, and uh, you you said you tried to stifle this call, but it kept coming, kept coming. So can you talk to that a little bit? Uh, if there's a young man uh, listening right now that's going to uh, 
uh, college and uh, saying, oh, am I, is this a calling? Am I, am I hearing that God right? Yeah, absolutely, uh, Mike. If the fact, if, if you're thinking about it, now apart from as long as it wasn't forced into you, you know, yeah. by, uh, by mom and dad, by with mom all well-intentioned, but yeah. if it's actually come, like for me it did here in these halls with a, just a gentle invite by then Father Vetter saying, have you ever thought about it? And I said, no. He asked me, uh, have you ever thought about being a priest? I said, no. <laughs> I was uh, pretty far from that thought at the time. And he said, I think you should think about it. You could be good. And uh, then it kind of landed into my heart, kind of scared me. Uh, so that's how ah. the first thing you know, that, oh, this might be from God. And it was a very gentle invitation. That's why I encourage everyone out there to invite, but gently to invite people to, to, to discern vocations uh-huh. and to never force um, uh, people into those into, into these right. situations. It just doesn't work out. But a nice invitation. I think you'd be good. I think you, yeah. you seem to yeah. be perfect. Just think about it. Well, since it was such a nice uh, invitation, it also gave me the freedom to, to pursue what I was what I was wanting to do. And I engineering at NDSU, had wonderful years out there, met some fantastic human beings. Uh, and really f- f- was following my will, right? Mm-hmm. I was following my mm-hmm. will. I was getting my degree. I'd spent some time working for John Deere. Uh, worked hard, you know, played hard. And uh, at the end of the day, Mike, I was, uh, when it was all said and done, I was just graduating with my degree. Uh, God bless me. I was graduated with honors, so things were looking good. Yeah. My will was being done. Amen. And okay. I looked into my heart and I said, there's something missing. Ah. So I'm not fully uh, satisfied. Not as satisfied as I thought I would be. And then that little voice, which was, it ebbed and flowed. It come up, you know, a couple of, every month, a month, or go three, four months. And then that little thought, the priesthood, huh? The priesthood seems like a great life. Met some wonderful priests, joyful priests. Hmm. And then it would go away and I'd forget about it and I'd pack it down deep. Okay. Uh, get about my business. It never went away. So for those, if it's if it's been if you've been invited to it, or God sometimes just gives it straight to to people's hearts when they're little with a big, or it's often through invitation, somebody saying, "Hey, you should think about it." That if there's a nice gentle invitation, and there's freedom there around the thought of priesthood, just enough to say, "I don't." If I don't, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to be upset. Mm-hmm. If I do, huh, could be interesting. If there's freedom around it, and that little voice doesn't go away as it did for me five and a half years five and a half years my i ran and the sense ah. I, I i tried to fill my life with a lot of other things interesting and that little voice just saying mm-hmm. hey the priesthood it just a whisper never went away so after five and a half years i was ready to launch into my career uh i had this thought oh maybe there's something else i should just try it i should just try it and then my thought was i'm going to try it for a semester uh if that works great uh, if not, then I don't want to pursue my engineering degree. So having just enough courage uh, to give it a try on that freedom. And I think uh, for though anybody out, out there who finds himself in that same situation, the thoughts there, it was there's freedom around it, being or not being a priest. Uh, but it's still there. That is the voice of God. Human minds do not come up with that mm-hmm. on their own. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's there, especially if there's a nice, it was an inv- invitation or God spoke it to someone's heart, is the fact that God is communicating something and he will do extraordinary things with us. Even, look at all the great men who have entered seminary, discerned out, <laughs> phenomenal right. fathers. Phenomenal. Uh, a lot of number, not, not a few of them have had priests and children and religious. So God's yeah. will is done. We need to just be courageous and say, all right, Lord, that must be from you. I'm free there. 
All right, let's give it a shot. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So if you're uh, age nine, a nineteen, or even twenty-nine, and you hear God's call, uh, listen. Yeah. L- uh, is what you're saying. Listen to that uh, w- word of God that you are hearing, and pray about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it just might be. Uh, Almighty God Himself right. speaking, saying, to saying you. "I got, I got something more for you." Yeah. And maybe it's the priesthood, maybe it's the religious life, maybe it's the acronym. But God is certainly saying, "I got something more for you. Come uh-huh. follow me. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go on a little journey." All right, I know it's a little scary, but I'm with you. Mm-hmm. You know, the boat's rocking, and on the Sea of Galilee, Jesus calms the waters. Said, "I got you. I'm with you. Uh-huh. I'm with you." Yeah. Our number to call. We have a few minutes left on Straight Talk is 877-795-0122. And uh, Father Josh Eli is standing by uh, to take your questions. In the meantime... We're going to uh, ask you some questions. There you go. <laughs> so we do have the questions from the Know Your Faith. I'm sure a number of you followed it on Wednesday. It was extraordinary, as we said earlier. Uh, but uh, you know, we started off with a nice, uh, easy one, just to get some, some momentum built up. In which book of the Bible is it predicted that a woman will crush the head of a serpent? Ah. In which book of the Bible is it predicted that predicted okay, that a woman will crush the head of the serpent? Give you a thought there. Ah, uh, let's uh, see. Would right. it be uh, uh, Old Testament, right? There we go. Okay, Genesis, go. maybe. Yeah, well done, Mike. All right. <laughs> All uh, right. And then this one, well, this is which of Paul's letters is the longest? Not an easy one there. So we quickly got into a little bit, uh, a little bit more complicated. Okay, uh, which of Paul's Saint letters Paul's is the letters, longest? Right? Okay, yeah. so it must be, it must be, uh, it would be Romans. Well done, Mike. <laughs> okay, you didn't, you didn't see the answer on my sheet. Then, you know. So then we moved into who told Mary to name her child Jesus. This was interesting because a, a couple of people, a couple of the teams. We're close, you know, because, all right, who told Mary to name her child Jesus? We had a few say Joseph, uh, but in fact, uh, we know it's the angel who came and um, and spoke those beautiful words. Angel Gabriel. Uh, angel Gabriel, good. Yeah, yeah. This one, you know, is pretty well, uh, I think everyone got this one. The saint, which the saint has become well known for voluntarily taking the place of a fellow inmate sentenced to death in a Nazi concentration camp. That's a phenomenal story. Um, yeah. And in a very, you know, dark, but but beautiful time for the saints that rose up during that time of, of, of Nazi invasion. And as we know, our good old friend, St. Maximilian Colby. Colby. What a guy. Pray for us. Yeah. He's extraordinary. Uh, and then we had, everyone got this, I believe, which was really relieving for all of us who have been in education and Catholic education and our priests now. Question, from what two sources does God give us divine revelation? Because as we know in the Catholic Church, uh, we don't do uh, Bible alone. So I gave one of them away. So sacred scripture, of course. God reveals his life, his plan to us through the scripture. But the scripture scripture itself was, how was it composed? How did we end up with the Bible? Uh-huh. Well, there was a living tradition. Living tradition. There, there we go. go of All bishops right. uh, in the early okay. church who looked at it and said, this, yes, this, yes, this, no. And so that beautiful exchange between scripture and the tradition that tells us helps us to understand the scripture because it's not so easy yes, and a lot of yes. I know a lot of folks know that especially those who have made their way into the catholic faith the authority having an authority they can say help me to understand this uh so beautiful so those are just okay. a couple of the questions hopefully everybody out there in the yes. listening audience did well, well. Th- thanks for sharing those uh, father josh those are fun questions i'm sure the, the students had uh fun too well that takes us uh to the end of straight talk thank you all for those that called in or wrote in with your questions uh, up next is a method of education looking forward to this that has proven to be successful throughout the world over the past 100 years 
We are live from St. Mary's Academy in Bismarck. Stay with us. Stay with us.